Before we start this episode, we have a quick message from our sponsors. If you're studying for the Foreign Service Officer Test like us, we have a great study tool for you. Besides listening to our podcast, we also use FSO Compass. On FSO Compass, you can find practice tests for every section, comprehensive courses that guide you through the entire application process, and you can even connect with other aspiring U.S. diplomats. The resources have really helped us prepare, and we hope they help you too. To access FSO Compass and get 10% off your annual subscription, be sure to use the link in our description box. Good luck! Welcome back to another episode of How Did We Not Know That? I'm Nat. I'm Jack. And today, Jack is going to be talking about a holiday that's going on right now, right? Yeah, correct. I'm Chinese, if yeah, anyone yeah. did I don't know. So we celebrate in like Chinese heritage and like other Asian heritages, we celebrate the Mid-Autumn Festival. So actually, Nat's in Korea right now, and in Korea, Chuseok should be going on, which is like the Korean version. But yeah, basically the Mid-Autumn Festival is like the Thanksgiving, like Chinese Thanksgiving in a way, and like Chuseok is the... Korean Thanksgiving, but I'm going to tell everyone the legend of the Mid-Autumn Festival and what it's about, so that's that. Yay! Oh, the early form of the Mid-Autumn Festival is derived from the custom of moon worship that occurred during the Zhou Dynasty, which was 3,000 years ago. And so in ancient China, most emperors worshipped the moon annually, and then the custom was accepted by the masses and became more popular over time. So the reason why we worship the moon, which, I mean, today you don't really worship the moon, you kind of talk about the moon a little bit, but it's more just like being with family. But yeah, the legend of the moon. So long ago, before the Fire Nation (laughs) attacked, (laughs) I'm just kidding, So, okay, long ago, there used to be apparently 10 suns shining in the sky. And Mm. the suns are so hot that the crops were drying and people were suffering a lot. Because 10 suns is like global warming times 10. Yeah, it's pretty bad. (laughs) It's toasty. That's toasty. Yeah, there's a powerful archer. So he's like bow and arrow. And his name was Mm. Ho Yi. And he was determined to relieve this suffering. This was like his life's calling. So he climbed to the top of Kunlun Mountain. There's no way that that's how you say it. Kunlun? Kunlun? Yeah. He <laughs> climbed to the top of a mountain. He took his bow and arrow and he shot down nine of the ten sons. So he left us with our main oh, son. Damn. And that's good. <laughs> he said to the last sun in the sky, from now on, you must rise on time and fall on time every day and benefit the people. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's like so uh, forward to talk to the sun yeah. like that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so from then on, everyone respects Ho Yi and many people become followers of him. And they learn from him. So now Ho Yi has his little archers class. And all this, the villagers are coming to learn archery. And a man 
among the students, his name was Feng Meng, and he was treacherous and greedy. So, because Ho Yi shot down nine of the ten sons and saved everyone, the uh, Queen of Heaven gives Ho Yi an elixir. What this elixir does is it helps whoever drinks it. It helps them ascend to heaven and become immortal. So, okay. Ho Yi's like, cool, immortality. But Ho Yi's wife, Chang E, is awesome and he doesn't want to leave his wife so he's not gonna take the elixir he decides not to drink it and he gives it to chang e for safekeeping however feng meng the student who is really jealous and like greedy Uh wants this elixir of life so he comes on the morning of a 15th day of an eighth lunar month the mid-autumn festival's date changes each year because it's according to the lunar calendar yeah so this year it's on october 1st so it would have already by the time this is up it's long gone so you just have to like prepare for next year but (laughs) feng meng comes in he breaks into changa's home when ho yi is outside hunting and he demands that she hands over the elixir and knowing that chang uh well chang is like yeah i can't beat this person this archer so knowing that she can't defeat him she promptly swallows the elixir to save it so she's like i have to get rid of it and she she takes the elixir and as soon as she swallows it she flies to the sky towards the moon and that is where she lives immortally is on the moon oh my god i know how convenient for her to just be like oh i gotta save it let me just drink it really i know i was like i feel like there are other ways but yeah she did her best quick thinking it's like a high intense situation yeah now ho yi comes back home and he finds his wife has disappeared so he rushes out of the door anxiously and chong uh was standing next to a laurel tree on the moon and staring lovingly at her husband. So basically, Chang is on the moon by, beside a tree, a laurel tree <laughs> on the moon. And okay. yeah, she's like looking down on him from the moon. Aww. <laughs> and he says, Chang, Chang, and he's gesturing towards the moon. But once he chases forward, the moon goes back. So he can never catch up to the moon. And he misses his oh wife so much, Ho Yi misses his wife so much, that he prepared a banquet towards the moon on every 15th day of the 8th lunar month, looking forward to reuniting oh. with Chang E. Wait, that's so sweet. That's sad, though. I know. It's super sad. I think that Avatar The Last Airbender, that... Do you remember that? Do you remember that episode where Sokka's I'm... love interest turns into the moon? I think that's what this is loosely based off of. Really? I never watched Avatar. Missing out. <laughs> so... That's your quarantine thing. You I gotta watch it. it. Yeah, I'll watch it during quarantine. Yeah, since the, the folks really liked Chang'e because she was nice, they all join in mm-hmm. with Ho Yi and they also put up like sacrifices and well sacrifices like fruit um they put up oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like little fruits and um, like offerings cakes and stuff to yeah. celebrate her yeah and that became the mid-autumn festival so everyone gathers wow. together and celebrates so the common customs of the mid-autumn festival today are family members eating dinner together sharing moon cakes yeah. which i'll tell you about in a second Worshipping the moon with gifts, displaying lanterns, and, yeah, other other fun activities for bonding. Cute. And then, yeah, we eat mooncakes. So, wait, let me think. I think we just gave away our last mooncake, but I can show cute. you later. Um, or maybe I can put a picture in the video. Yeah. Ooh, fancy. Mooncakes are... Have you had a mooncake? Yeah. I, those are, like, my favorite. 
I really like. Oh, them. you like them? Really? I, yeah, you don't? No, I do. I do. But I think that they're like they got a very like specific taste. Like I gotta be like really feeling yeah. mooncake. It's not like super sweet. Yeah, no. yeah. Mooncakes are like but if I you're like listening, it. just Google mooncakes. Um, but they're yeah, like I like the designs on them. Yeah, they have really so pretty cute. designs, and they're very rich. They're like pretty thick because it's like a paste inside. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite is the lotus seed paste with two yolk. Oh, actually, no, one yolk. I don't like two yolks because I don't like yolks. <laughs> but, like, it's like an egg yolk inside of it. But, yeah, I if you're going to go... Okay, yeah, to anyone listening, if you're interested in trying a mooncake, you should go to your local Asian grocery store or Chinese grocery store. If you can go to the Chinese one, you're probably going to have better luck. But go to one of those. And then they should be out on display. By the time this episode comes out, hopefully they're still up. They should still be selling them. And they'll come in like a tin and there should be four of them. Or you can buy just like one. Some stores sell just like one or they only sell it by tin. And yeah, they'll have different kinds. And I think a safe first mooncake to try is the lotus seed paste with two yolk. I think that's like pretty traditional even though I don't like them but that's the mid-autumn festival so happy mid-autumn festival and then we say oh I hope my tones sound okay but we would say like which means like happy mid-autumn festival wow yeah well that's so fun I'm like trying to think I haven't left my apartment yet I'm in Korea right now but I'm still stuck in quarantine for the next week so I haven't um been able to see but like Chuseok here, the schools and, like, businesses shut down from, like, Wednesday to Sunday. So it's, like, a really long holiday. You get, like, almost a week off. Um, and I think now there's, like, a lot of, like, sales, like, Chuseok sales. Um, and everyone is, like, supposed to be with their family this year. However, like, people, are, you know, like, with everything going on, like, I don't think you can travel as easily. And I think, like, the government here has kind of been... Like telling, encouraging like virtual Chuseok celebrations. Um, I wish I could see if it's like all decorated nicely or like what's going on. I don't know if like, I don't know if there's a specific like Korean food that they eat. They do. They do. Wait, we can go into this. So actually, I didn't realize that Chuseok was the mid autumn festival until this Mm. year because so one of my friends is, oh, she listened to our podcast. So. But one of my friends that I met in Korea, she told me she gets five days off this year. So she's she's having a good time. Wow. But when I was in Korea, because I studied in Korea, I celebrated Chuseok with her and her family. So she invited me to. And I didn't realize it was the Mid-Autumn Festival. So anyways, yeah, we like went to her house and I got to meet both of her grandparents and like her cousins and everything. And we ate oh so gosh. much food and they eat something called Songpyeon. Songpyeon, I hope I'm saying that right. So they're called like half moon shaped <laughs> rice cakes. And yeah, it's just like oh. a rice cake and it's filled with whatever you want it to be. So they'll have that, which is really delicious. I like them. Ooh, that sounds so good. And then a bunch of other foods. I didn't even know half of the things that I was eating, but it was <laughs> really good. And then they'll play Yut Nori as well. We played like Yut Nori with her fam, which is like a... It's like, how do I describe it? You like throw sticks up and then they'll land and it's like how many spaces you get to move okay. on this board that you literally draw out. Like we drew oh, out wow. a board and did that. Wait, that's So yeah, fun. it's really fun. But you basically just like hang out with family. Yeah. And I didn't speak any Korean, so <laughs> I did not yeah. really know what's going on, but I had such a good time. It's still like one of my favorite memories in that's Korea. That's so cute. That sounds like it's such a good time and like 
Yeah, what a fun time. Also, like, Japan has a mid-autumn festival, I believe, too. I think it's called, like, yeah, Otsukimi, which is, like, the moon viewing. Oh, no, that's literally the same thing. But it's, like, celebrated at the same time, but it, like, when... So, I... Last year, I was living in Japan, and I came, like, late September, so I was there for, like, Otsukimi, but... And I, was, I had, like, Japanese roommates. I was living with Japanese friends, um, and it was, like, it's totally different... I think than how they celebrate it in Korea and China. At least in Tokyo, like the only thing I really saw was like a bunch of sales, like otsukimi sales, and like you can get like fun like desserts for the holiday. But it it seemed more of like kind of like a Hallmark holiday, you know. Um, but I think in like other outside of Tokyo, there might be like festivals in like other towns throughout Japan. But I think. Yeah, from what I experienced, at least, it doesn't seem as... Yeah, it's, like, not as, uh, like, a traditional holiday, maybe. Yeah. I just looked this up, and it... Okay. Mm. <laughs> Case closed. So, I looked up just, like, mid-autumn festival, generally, and it says that it's known as, like, the Moon Festival or Mooncake Festival, and it's a traditional festival celebrated by a lot of different oh. <laughs> East and Southeast Asian people. <laughs> so it's an Asian holiday, okay. I guess. Um, but, yeah, it says it's observed. It's literally the same day for everyone, yeah. and they eat mooncakes. Gotcha. Yeah, it's observed by China, Korea, Japan, Singapore, Vietnam, Cambodia, Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, and the Philippines. Dang. That's a lot of countries. But I'm sure each country has, like different like traditions you know and like they celebrate it by like varying degrees you know absolutely yeah they, they all do different things and they like um, um would be american chinese like american yeah. malaysian chinese and that's we just eat mooncakes and we eat them whenever we want yeah. we don't wait till like the day <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 thanks for sharing that yeah happy happy Minotum festival Yay, everyone happy hope Minotum. you spend some time with loved ones yeah be safe and be happy <laughs> Yay! This has been an episode of How Did We Not Know That? If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also follow us on all social media, including YouTube, at How Did We Not Know That? If you thought our podcast was low quality, we know. We thought so too. Help us improve the podcast by contributing to our Patreon. Thank you for listening and see you guys next week.